Today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. The legislation from the feds came down in regard to legalization of marijuana. Uh, Some of the highlights include, uh, there's a suite of bills here. Sales will be restricted to those 18 and older, although that can be raised by the provinces. Uh, Those 18 and older allowed to possess up to 30 grams. Uh, Sale by mail uh, or courier through federally licensed producers will be allowed in provinces that lack a regulated uh, retail system, which is obviously the pressure on the provinces now to come up with that. Um, Allowed to grow up to four plants for each residence as long as they're less than a meter in height. Also be allowed to produce legal cannabis products such as food, drinks for personal use. Uh, at first, sales will entail only fresh and dried cannabis, and we'll get into el- edibles later. Possession, production, distribution outside the legal system would remain illegal, uh, as would imports or exports without a federal permit. Uh, travelers entering Canada would still be subject to inspections for prohibited goods, including cannabis, so you can't bring it into the country uh, from the United States. That being said, what happens when you leave? Like this, this, it's going to be interesting to see how this is handled uh, when you're crossing into the United States who maybe don't have the same, uh, not in all states anyway, some of the same laws that uh, we do. Uh, the existing program uh, for access to medical marijuana would continue in its current form. All right, to talk more about all of this, Jody Emery is with us. Uh, her and her husband, of course, have been advocates. Her and her husband, Mark, have been advocates uh, for this for an awfully long time. They're the owner of Cannabis Culture, and Jody is with us now. Hello, Jody. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing very well. Your thoughts today? Good? Do you feel good about this? No, not really. I should feel vindicated after spending 13 years devoted to legalization and running with the Liberals to be a candidate promoting legalization. But what we've seen today is the introduction of a new form of prohibition. Uh, I'm actually quite distressed about some of the details that we've seen, and I believe we're in for a few more years of a lot of harm to Canadians at a big cost as well. Uh, first of all, let's go back to vindicated. Why not feel vindicated after all you and your husband have been through and, and so on and so forth and, and involvements with the law and such? Uh, how does that make you feel now that we are where, we are where we're at? Well, I feel good about the fact that everyone agrees marijuana is a substance that should be legal. The reason legalization is happening is because the public demands it. That's the only reason government ever does anything is to either, you know, appease their friends and donors or because the public demand has become too much that they cannot ignore it. That's why the Liberals adopted legalization in January of 2012, because everybody agreed that millions of Canadians are criminalized by a law that makes them criminals, even though they're law-abiding otherwise, that hundreds of millions of tax dollars are spent enforcing the law for police to go after people for possession, for growing and selling. That money should be going to health care instead. Uh, we agreed that legalization means prohibition has failed. But now that the Liberal government is elected, they were lobbied by the police, who see prohibition as a big cash cow, and they've been convinced that they need to maintain prohibition. Now we've seen these rules introduced, and they include tougher penalties, life in prison, 14 years in prison. These are enormous... But that, that's, that, that's, like, that's, though, if you're selling it to kids and stuff, isn't it? Well, nobody's really selling the kids. That's the other fallacy. In fact, the government... Well, if nobody's, sell, if nobody's selling for kids, Jody, then why do we have to worry about if the law's that severe? Well, let's <laughs> try to find what a kid is. If we're trying Anybody to... Anybody under the age of 18 years of age. 
I'd say a 17-year-old's not a kid. They're a teenager. I think you're a kid until you hit Yeah, but you have, to draw, you, have to, you have to draw the line somewhere. It's right. like a driver's license, Joey. We need to draw a line. Yes, we do. And the age of consent in Canada is 16. The Senate of Canada studied marijuana for many years and released a report in 2001 and said 16 years old should be the age for marijuana because it's far safer than alcohol and tobacco and pharmaceuticals. And but you can't, buy, you can't buy alcohol at 16, Jody. No, I know. I so know. why shouldn't it, alcohol. and again, I, I don't mean to be, to, to be badgering you here if it sounds that way, but it's just, why shouldn't this be the same as alcohol? Alcohol is deadly. It kills people. It contributes to rape, assault, murder, and death every single minute of every day. Marijuana does not. Marijuana is far safer. But what you're seeing is after decades of government reefer madness and prohibition hysteria, you're seeing that the government does not want to acknowledge that marijuana prohibition is a bad policy. They want to maintain that. They want to maintain the law enforcement and everything else that goes with it while calling it legalization. But who benefits from this? If everybody's still getting arrested and everything remains the same, then well, everybody's not, not Jody. Jody, everybody's not getting arrested. Like you're, but you're exaggerating. Everybody's not getting arrested. Those who don't follow the rules will get arrested. Well, guess who gets to follow the rules? A few stock market profiteers and friends of the government. You see, former premiers and law enforcement. So you don't think there should be any regulation here at all? No, I do believe in regulation. I believe in reasonable regulation. So what, what would you like to see, Jody? I would like to see marijuana removed from the Controlled Drugs and Substances Act. You know, the marijuana industry already exists, and Justice Department statistics say 95% of marijuana growers are law-abiding citizens with no connection to organized crime. So when you're saying that all of these marijuana growers and users and sellers are criminals, that's only because the government defines them as such. The same thing would happen to everyone who owns a cafe if they banned coffee tomorrow. So these Canadians who are criminals right now are only criminals by definition of the law. They're not hurting people. They're not killing people. They're not forcing marijuana down the throats of children. What we're seeing is the government trying to restrict and limit access to marijuana even though they push opioids and other drugs on the public, and they're trying to make people afraid of marijuana so the police can maintain their budgets, so doctors can continue to make everyone afraid and encourage them to take pharmaceuticals instead. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.